0: location at Pizza Man Pub. We are here, of course, at 50 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, New York. We've been with Pizza Man for multiple years. We appreciate our partnership here, which gives us an opportunity to spotlight the Beeville Bees that are within walking distance from Pizza Man. So happy to be here with you on Wake Up Call, celebrating the back-to-back state championship, Baldwinsville Bees boys lacrosse team, and looking at history, just to give a little backdrop to it, sectional title, COVID, and then three sectional titles after that. So I have with me right now, and it's exciting because, well, Nick, you weren't really called out at all, so you you didn't hear anything. But Garrett, this is your clapback opportunity. Garrett, Garrett Sutton, Nick Carey, Bowensville Bees, Boys Lacrosse, Back-to-back state champions. Please give them a round of applause. Show them some love. So, Nick, you witnessed Carson and Braden, and be very honest about your teammates. How much do you appreciate the fact that they left you off the list?
1: Uh, It's probably pretty good. I mean, most of (laughs) the stuff was this guy's crazy. This guy's just out of his (laughs) mind. Insane. So, I know I'm doing something right.
0: Now, being the goalie, there's something special about that job because the uniqueness of it, the last line of defense, and it's just you and the post. What's that life been like for you to be within the net and to spend your time knowing that you are that final line, especially in a game that could be that one goal of separation?
1: Uh, it's, it's been been—it's been interesting. Um... It's a lot of highs and lows. It's it's kind of it does put a lot of pressure on you sometimes, especially in closer games when you know sometimes you let a bad bull in and it just gets down on you. But at the same time, you have some highs where you make a big save and everyone's like really hero. It's it's great and you just feel on top of the world.
0: So with you, do you have a moment that you kind of just realized I want to be the goalie. I want to be in that position because it, it can be. A lot of anxiety and a lot of pressure. So when did you realize, I'm going to do this. This is where I want to be.
1: So I think it was fourth grade ULA, my, my first ever lacrosse game. Okay. Uh, I, I played a bit out in the first half. Didn't do great at all. Um, didn't like the running. And then so I volunteered to play goal in the second half. Um, did good and I just, I loved it. And just after that, I just every chance I took, okay played goalie and i just wanted to keep doing
0: it fourth grade fourth grade first game first game you're like that's it i'm doing it yep garrett you had a fun situation because you were utilized and your brother for the wrong end of some questions what's it like for you to be on stage now it's kind of like a roast right because when you get roasted you get to be the last line so we talk about the last line defensively. You get to be the last line here on stage today. What's it like for you knowing that after Braden and after Carson, you have something that you can say, and they can't have a rebuttal? Uh,
2: yeah, you know, uh, I'll probably definitely get back on a few, but uh, most of it they probably were lying about. I mean, I can be fun at times, but once the games came, I got
0: pretty serious. Why are you so kind of – Locked in, serious, more to your, like when you said, when a game comes in and you get really serious, how did, did, is that something you grew into and kind of maybe changed how you were going into a game? Is it a way to kind of block everything out that you go into serious mode? What made you go there?
2: Uh, yeah, you know, I think it started, it started in the hockey season. Uh, One of our main things was like uh, before games, like we just really want to be like focused, like not messing around or uh. Fighting, As you can see, those two are laughing because they'd always be fighting before the hockey games. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think locking in and, like, focusing out, putting your headphones in, doing whatever you need to do, it'll really help uh, get your mind, like, ready for the game. And it helps – you actually, like – you do actually play better, whether you believe it or not. You do play better when you get prepared and, like, lock in before the game starts.
0: What's it like being Trevor's brother? Uh... (laughs)
2: yeah uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty fun. It's definitely an experience. uh you never know what he's gonna do sometimes. He's another goalie like Carry, so uh goalies can be a bit wild at times, but uh yeah, it's definitely fun being brothers with him.
0: Do you actually believe what your teammate said that he would jump out of a plane without a parachute? Most likely he just <laughs> he doesn't think about some stuff before he does it sometimes. <laughs> all right but you know what that's like a mission impossible thing so if you can do it it's you and tom cruise and then the rest of the world's not not brave enough to do that so all right nick well he's taken over for you what's that going to be like what do you think about trevor sutton as the goalie of the future
1: i think he's going to do great i think he's going to go in there hit the ground running um i I don't think he's going to stutter at all just take it in and i think he's going to do great
0: What is it about his game that makes you excited and happy to pass the torch to him?
1: You know, he's he's just—he's an all-around leader. I mean, he'll get the other kids in in, uh, control. Like, he'll control the other guys. A couple loose cannons on defense, he'll get them ready. And he's—he'll, you know, once he gets the ball, he's not going to be afraid with it. He's going to run. He's going to do whatever he needs to do to stop the ball and then get it down to the offense.
0: Like it. Garrett, if Trevor's the crazy one, then who are you?
2: I, uh, I don't know. I mean, some guys say I'm funny. I can be a bit dumb at times, but uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty smart in school, I'd say. But outside of school, I can be a little dumb.
0: Okay, so you kind of just roasted yourself. So. Let's let's look at. You said you're good in school, but maybe outside of it, you have your moments. Well, you're going to St. John Fisher. Congratulations! Can we give them a round of applause for St. John Fisher? Thanks. Not gonna be too far away, Rochester. What made you pick Fisher? Uh, they like. I just love the campus.
2: First of all, like they just got everything redone, and it's nice and small. It's not too big. Everything's close. Uh, the dining hall is pretty good too. Apparently, it's the first in New York, so uh, I love my food, so I made sure I got that tier one meal plan.
0: When you say first in New York, what's different about the dining hall? Um, there's hibachi. Hibachi?
2: hibachi. Uh, the omelets are pretty good when I have my business.
0: Hibachi and omelets <laughs> at, at a school? Yeah. yeah. I so, know. So when are you and I doing the show from Fisher? I'm down. Give me a call get that hibachi ready Maybe a little mukbang it's it's crazy to hibachi on campus
2: that, i know there's
0: some people that never have hibachi their entire lives there's people in montana that don't even know what that word means and you're going to be able to have it like any day of the week so you got the tier one meal plan yeah what tier how many tiers are there
2: uh I'm pretty sure there's like three or four. Like I think I was on the one where it's like one to two meals a day. And I was like, Mom, we gotta change this. I'm trying to get the. Uh, I'm trying to put some weight on freshman year, definitely. You know, so also, uh, I had to make sure I get that tier one at least two or three a day.
0: All right. I did not know that Fisher was rolling like that with hibachi and omelets. <laughs> Nick, you're going really far away. About 20 minutes uh, to Lemoyne, fun. and. As people know, I have the exclusive multimedia marketing partnership with LeMoyne, so anything sports-wise comes through Wake Up Call and Dan Tortora, Broadcast Media, so I'll be seeing you. Absolutely. What made you want to stay close?
1: I just kind of had pretty much everything I was looking for. The great lacrosse, great campus, great academics, and um, you know, just the opportunity to being undecided, going into school, just kind of explore what I wanted and you know give me time and, the ability to, you know, really decide what I wanted to do with the rest of my life.
0: So you're going in undeclared. Do you like that? That kind of like, I'll figure it out as I go. Do you, you, well, like, like hibachi or an omelet, you have the opportunity to kind of put in to your future, whatever you want going in undeclared. Do you like that? The opportunity to kind of feel it out and see where you want to go?
1: Yeah, I do. I it's-
0: I like how I can
1: kind of like explore, like I have like two or three interests and I have the opportunity now to like really explore and decide is this really what I want to do or not.
0: What are the interests?
1: Uh, I was looking, I'm looking to either like a biology thing or an accounting thing.
0: Okay. So. All right. What about you, Garrett? What are you going to be doing?
2: Uh, right now I'm going in for business. Okay. But uh, I'm not too sure like what part of business yet. I'm leaning towards marketing more I
0: feel like. Okay. I feel like that will fit me best, but I'm still, like, not sure. For you, do you have a passion within that world that you can see yourself doing?
2: Um, I haven't really. I'm not going to lie. I haven't really thought about uh, that much yet. But I think within these next two years, I was talking to a lot of the uh, the guys at school, and they said, you really uh, you really figure out what you want to do after that first year and once you get do your second year. It really feel... Uh, what you have a passion for?
0: There's not a lot of brain space to go beyond Hibachi. That's what the problem is right now. So so Nick, do we have to do that? Do you and I have to work on Hibachi at Lemoyne?
1: Uh, I think that, that needs to
0: happen yeah. okay. You're going to Lemoyne for this first year in Division one. I. I got to be with them throughout the entire process and just going through exclusively sitting with the AD and the president and looking at D2 to D1. It's been an awesome process, but you get to be one of the victors in this process, right? So the interesting thing is that the NEC that they're going into, the Northeast Conference, every sport from Le Moyne is going into the NEC, except for men's lacrosse, because there's not enough men's lacrosse members to make that a conference sport right now. What do you think about playing independent and what you're going to be able to do? Because as an independent, you can play anybody.
1: Yeah, I think that's just overall going to be better for the program. Um, You know, just being able to say, you know, we we played all these different teams and not being bound to a conference this first year really just opens up the schedule to play whoever we want really we don't have to fit in a certain number of conference games so we have however many games the schedule is just of that of just the best competition we can find and it's going to be really good for the program really good for us getting the experience and you know uh playing in these games against these teams that we grow up watching and wanting to play for. i think it's just going to be great for the program
0: you don't because you're not inside of the nec for this season there's no postseason. You're coming off of back-to-back state titles. Is that strange for you? I, I think it will be strange, um,
1: not having like a, an ultimate kind of goal in the background. Um, but it's also going to be, you know, all so exciting like this. is, So we get as many games as we get on the schedule. And then, you know, just, just wait till next year. OK, now we, we've we had a year at D1 now. And now we after that, we'll have a conference. And get more motivation, I think, for the team for it
0: st john fisher is the next chapter garrett coming off of these two state titles what makes you believe that fisher has an opportunity to more hardware going into your room
2: yeah um, dobbins uh he's been doing a great job there i think and uh that's one of the main reasons i went there he told me uh, about like the culture they have and like all the workouts and everything they do. And he has like uh, a system to keep all the guys in check and make sure they're always involved and stuff and stuff in the school. So uh, I feel like, you know, um, it's just going to be a lot of fun. And I think I won't have a hard time fitting in because all the guys are going to be nice.
0: That's awesome. And uh, going from one family, you hope you find another one, right, to add to that. Before we get to rapid fire, like I spoke with your teammates about being a champion in anything at any level at any time is so rare, but you've experienced it more than once. What is this whole ride with Beville meant to you to know that sectionals have been yours and state titles have been yours as well, Garrett?
2: Yeah, you know, what? Uh, just the other day, like, we had a fire at our house and some of the boys were there and we were just, like, going over, like, Just like how crazy it really is. Just like looking back on it now. Like once you're in the moment, like it was crazy, you know. But like looking back on it now, like having the first two state titles in people history, like going down as one of the best teams ever for lacrosse, like it's just, it's really crazy to think about. Because like it doesn't seem that crazy when you're in the moment, but then when you look back, it's just like, wow, you know.
0: You just brought it up to make the history of the state titles. For this team forever to be that door that finally opened. I mean that's that's gotta be an incredible thing to think about.
2: Yeah. It was it was really crazy. And the even better part was that like the whole team was like just a friend. Like everyone was just guys which like we'd all hang out and just like everyone loved each other. Like I don't think there was any like issues the whole season with like arguments or anything. Like, everyone just knit together.
0: That's a beautiful thing. I appreciate you sharing that. Nick, for you, a champion once, great, more than once, incredible, history-making for your team specifically, you're a young kid, and yet you've achieved more in the sports world with your teammates than some people ever will. What does it mean?
1: Well, first, I think it's just, it just gives us a, a great sense of like pride and accomplishment, being able to look back the rest of your lives and say, we were the first guys to do this um and you know teams are going to look back over oh, a while and just you know strive to be like that but it's also i think then very important just kind of teaching us the importance of a couple of things like the importance of working together working hard having a common goal of mind, and all buying into that and we've seen now like the outcome of what that can do and also kind of teaching us you know just what a great community is because you know, the entire step of the way both years we always had like, the entire Beville community behind us. And it's just its a great it's a sense of pride and just a sense of family there.
0: What is it about this community that you feel like it's just its so special and unique to you?
1: Just the amount of support that they've given us from day one has just been second to none. This like Pizza Man, after every big win, you know, we're always in the locker room like, yo, let's go to Pizza Man, just the entire packed from front to back, just we familiar faces and just people we've known our whole lives and just a like, uh, great feelings.
0: Garrett, uh, that video of coming into Pizza Man after the victory, what was that feeling like walking in here and knowing that the place was just going to erupt?
2: Yeah, uh, the first year uh, walking in, it was definitely something that wasn't expected, but uh, you kind of get used to it. But like still, it's just like crazy. Just walking in, seeing everyone cheering and like, calling your name and saying great job and all that, it's just, it's crazy. And uh, then uh, people get on the, the uh, jukebox and get whatever songs they want. Normally walking into uh, We Are the Champions, and it's just a great feeling, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, it's an awesome song, too, and it brings me back to the Mighty Ducks, which are awesome, awesome movies. So right before Rapid Fire, your teammates talked about Coach. I want Garrett for you to tell me your favorite Coach Wilcox memory.
2: I uh, I do think B brought up probably the the best one. The cough drop was it was pretty funny, um, but you know uh, oh <laughs> there was a, there was one day last year's season uh, we had a Saturday practice and uh, two guys came late and uh, it wasn't it wasn't the best practice but uh you would say uh, it was more like a cross country practice that day. Okay. He wasn't too happy about it, but looking back on it, it was, it was a pretty funny day, and we definitely learned from it.
0: Fair enough. A cross-country type of practice. I know exactly what we're talking about here. Nick, your favorite coach memory for Wilcox?
1: I, I think it's hard to pinpoint one favorite memory, just because there's been so many, um, and he always just does some. So I think it's, if I have to choose one, though, I, I think it's – Probably it's gonna be an original, but him dancing in the locker room after winning the state championship. And I did it. I did said, he dance for both?
0: He did, yeah, he okay. danced for both. All right, uh, did you know, he improve from one year to the next? I, I, it's tough to say, <laughs> <laughs> okay. but it, it, Fair enough.
1: it was still just, you know, it was awesome to watch. I mean, we're all still hyped, and we, we put on, um, I just jumped by house pain. Yeah, and we just w- we waited by the door, formed a circle, we're just chanting. Willie, 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 and he comes in and he starts jumping around with his belt,
2: He hit the worm. It was just awesome.
0: Awesome. All right, and there, the worm. The worm is not an easy thing to do. I
2: think. I think he whipped out the thriller this year too.
0: Did he do the thriller? Got a little bit of that.
2: <laughs> you never know what he can.
0: What he can pull out of his sleeve. All right. Well, with that being said, here before we finish up from Pizza Man celebrating back-to-back state titles. For the Baldwin's Bees boys lacrosse team here on Wake Up Call, we're gonna play rapid fire. We got two apiece. Nick, you got your first one for me.
1: Ooh, let's think. Uh, I'm gonna throw a uh, throwback from the first uh, spring trip this year. Uh, I've had Justin Ferris and Brady Garcia in my room, and it's, it's late at night. I don't know what time. We just kind to talk about anything. So, uh, this question came up. I'm gonna ask it to you. Okay. What are your top three favorite words of all time? <laughs>
0: 19, almost 20 years of being a broadcaster, I've never been asked that question. Top three favorite words of all time? Yep. I can tell you the words that I want to get rid of. Triggered is one of them. But, and I, and I always say that the word woke, wake up call, was awake before everybody got woke. So I always say wake up call is the first wake up call. But, oh, my favorite words of all time. Well, you know, I'm a strong person of faith, so I'm gonna say God. I'm gonna say family. And I'm going to say my other favorite word of all time is Love. God, family, and love. I gotta pick those three. If I had comedic ones, I'd have I got to clap for that. Thank you. All right. You know what? So let's go with what I would have done, like I just said, Nick. What are your three least favorite words of all time?
1: Oh God, um,
0: hmm.
1: that's a that's a tough question. I, I like to focus more on the words I like than the ones I don't like. Okay.
0: Um, the words you just can't stand. You're like, all right, that's enough. I don't know. It's been a while since I've. I i do not know. I know phrases. All right, phrase. Um, something that's played out, overdone. Uh, what's going on here is one. What's going on here? What's going on here? Okay. I hear that one
1: a lot. All right. Um. Thing I, I'm trying to think. I, It's kind of like when when someone says, "Hey, I need someone to do this," but they don't. They kind of just leave it out there.
0: And they, they need. They say, "Hey, I need someone to do this."
1: Someone said something, and it, I don't really have like words. I, I dislike.
0: Okay. Well, what are your favorite three then?
1: Uh,
0: ubiquitous, okay. egregious, and photosynthesis. All right. Egregious, I do use. I use egregious a lot. All right, Garrett. What's your question you? here?
2: Uh, I just want to say before I ask this question, no offense to. Uh, I don't know if you got a girlfriend, or a fiance or a wife or anything, but uh, <laughs> uh, if you could get married to any celebrity
0: you wanted to, who would it be and why? I had this conversation last night, I think last night, I was talking to one of my buddies, and, oh no, 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 it was this morning. Yeah, it, was with, it was with my buddy Brendan this morning. Without doubt, at any time in my life, it's Jennifer Aniston. Great answer. Without doubt.
2: Can't disagree that If I
0: saw her walk outside right now, I go ask her out. I got nothing to lose. So if she says no, fine. If she says yes, then we both gain somebody positive in our lives. So all right. All right, Garrett. Huh. Okay. You're going on a blind date and you can ask three questions. About the person you're going on the date with, to try and gauge who it is. What three questions do you ask to try and gain information?
2: Gotta um, be smart. First one will probably be, uh, what's your like? What's your favorite kind of food? I think that's favorite kind of food. Yeah. All right. Um. Gee, what else? Uh, like uh, your background? Like, what are you? Are you like Italian, Irish? You know? Okay. And then I, uh, well, what do you want to do in the future? You know. Uh, okay. Are you looking to have a family? Do you want to get a nice uh, a nice cottage, or you want to get a nice
0: big house? You know. Look at that. Look at this. These are this. Those are good answers. Those are good questions asked. You're you're thinking about things that actually matter. Shout out to Garrett for that. Those are those are good. Those are called mature answer, <laughs> mature questions. Food. Food, background, and what are your future plans? I like that. All right, Nick, what's your last one for me? If you
1: could travel in time to any time period you, you wanted to, where would you go and why?
0: Oh, my goodness. i travel back to the people that were like, hey, this COVID pandemic could be a cool thing to do, and I'd stop it. Now, I would, uh, where would I go back in time? I would go to, you know what? I would want to go back to the dinosaurs' time, and I would, I would want to... Train a velociraptor to let me ride on it, so that I could show up, and like everyone's afraid of the dinosaurs, and then you show up on the raptor. I mean, that's I think that that would be a, a nice flex move. I think that would be a good one, right? But another time I would go to is back to when my grandfathers were alive. On a serious note, and they passed when I was six, so I would go back and and be with them during that time, but I'd maybe go back at my age now so I could experience them all these years later and so I would know what it felt like to be with them when I was a kid and as an adult. So I'd go back now and be with them now. I'd do that. All right, Nick, good questions. Hmm. Okay. You have to go back in time to stop three things from happening. What three things do you stop?
1: That's a good question. I'm excited. Might be funny here or serious. Um,
0: I would go back to two weeks and stop gas prices from going to three ninety nine. That's one of the things I would do. Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh,
1: that's
0: yes, a good
1: question. It's yeah, a lot uh, of moments in history. What would you stop? A lot of moments in history. Uh, I just think I'd stop September 11th.
0: Okay, stop September 11th.
1: Stop World War Two.
0: Stop World War Two. And... So you'd be the one to tell Hitler, maybe we don't take pieces of all these countries and make it your own. Possibly sure. and maybe I, be nice. No, yeah, maybe be I don't nice know to how, people. I, I try and find a way. Oh no, yeah. And I feel like they they could have stopped it in the initial stages for sure. Yeah.
1: I think the last thing I'd stop would probably be the COVID pandemic.
0: All right, those are all good answers. A lot of things we could stop. Those are three good ones to stop. All right, Garrett, what's your last question? Um,
2: I've been thinking about this one. Okay, if, if you could star in any movie. What movie would you star in, and what actor would you replace in it?
0: That's easy. I would star, well, there's two answers. I would star in the next Spider-Man movie as Spider-Man, no stunt double, shoot me out of a cannon, hang me off of a building. I would play every part of it. So when you go see it and you're like, is that you in the dining room? Oh, yeah, that's me. Is that you running from him? No, that's my stunt double. I would never do that. I would call my mom upside down on the Empire State Building. She'd be like, honey, how's work going? I'd be like, great, ma. She'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, not too much. Just hanging around. So I would play Spider-Man, or I would go and replace whoever is opposite Jennifer Aniston in a romantic comedy, and I would play that role for sure. All right. All right, Garrett. I like that question. Huh. All right, well, I'm going to give you a two-parter. One of them goes back to you. Celebrity crush is one. And if you could go back in time to any moment in the past with that celebrity crush, where would you go? Um it's kind of taken from a couple here.
2: I think I'd have to go with uh, Margaret Robbie.
0: All right, Margot Robbie, like it. And uh, where would I go with her if I could go back in time? Maybe uh, last
2: Friday, at Zach Brown Band, get a little concert action with Margaret Robbie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 like that,
0: not like that. Okay, so you to you would go back in time here and take her to Zach Brown Band. Yeah. All, All right.
2: Go to a nice concert right. with
0: Nothing wrong with that. So for Garrett Sutton, for Nick Carey, myself, Dan Tortora, this has been a celebration of back-to-back state champs making history here with the Bowensville Bees, boys lacrosse, and celebrating Garrett heading off to St. John Fisher for Chapter Two, and Chapter Two for Nick out Lemoyne. Please give them from Pizza Man a round of applause. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.